Welcome to the Love Never Fails Podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Today, we want to talk about how we should present our bodies now that we've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Please enjoy this episode entitled, It's the Least You Can Do. It's the least you can do. This statement speaks of responsibility. The responsibility of you to behave in a manner or do something because what has been done to you by the person usually making that statement or by someone else. And so today we want to talk about how we as believers should present ourselves now that we understand what God has done for us. And we're going to take a look at Romans chapter 12. And in Romans chapter 12, he starts this thing off um, um, kind of connecting all that has been said in the first 11 books. All right, so let's take a look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1, and we'll go through 3. It says this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, we go back to verse 1. It says, which is your reasonable service. Many interpretations has that as it's the least you can do. All right. So look, in, in this book of Romans, the Apostle Paul takes the Roman believers um, and he cho- shows them how what the sacrifice Christ made for us to be free, how he destroyed the law and that by the gospel, of, how he fulfilled the law and that through Jesus Christ, all men could be saved and they could be free from the yoke of bondage. So he's made these people aware. He's made them conscious of what God has done for them. And it says, now that you understand that, I beseech you, I urge you now to present your body as a living sacrifice. The Apostle Paul understood this. He understood that he couldn't make them do anything. He couldn't force them to live holy. He couldn't force them to live right. He couldn't force them to present their bodies. Likewise, we can't force anyone to do anything. But after awakening their conscience, after showing them all that God has done, the sacrifice he made for mankind, that we could all know him and have fellowship with him, destroying the, 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 the bondage of sin and the yoke of the law, and allowing a man to dwell one with God and have communion with him and giving the Holy Spirit and the intercession, all that God had done for them, the least that they could do is present their bodies. That was the least that they could do. It's to live a life that has been transformed by God that I am no longer doing the things I used to do. I'm no longer saying the things I used to say. I'm no longer thinking the way I used to think. I'm no longer going the way I used to go, not out of religious obligation, but now that I understand his love for me, now I understand his great sacrifice for me, I'm going to respond. And the least I can do is serve the Lord to present my body holy and acceptable to God. That's the least I can do. And that's the call for us today. Look, there are things going on in this world. There are things that are going on in our life. But when we remember what God has done for us, the least we can do is present our body 
as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. No matter what's going on, we see it, we read it, we hear it, we experience it. But the least I can do is present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. That's what that's the least I can do. I can do more. But it's only reasonable for me to present my body as a living sacrifice. It's only reasonable for me to love God with my whole heart, mind, and soul. It's only reasonable for me to, to, to reckon myself to be dead and need to sin. It's only reasonable for me to love my neighbor as I love myself because of what he done. And so when we we'll look back and take a look back, what did God do for us? And so we know this, that he sent Jesus Christ down through 42 generations born of a virgin, um, uh, immaculately conceived, born of a virgin, <clears throat> lived a sinless life, did miracle signs and wonders as he walked around men, marched to that cross, um, bore our infirmities, God, uh, was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and then he died on that cross, was buried in the grave, rose on the third day with all power in his hand. Then he came alive again. As he rose again, he then walked among men again, and then he ascended to heaven where he sits at the right hand of the Father, currently making intercession for us. And he sent his Holy Ghost down to us, apparently, to walk beside us, to teach us the mind of God, and empower us to live holy. And he's, he destroyed the petition the middle wall of petition that divided men, that divided race, that divided colors and creed, so that we could all be one family and one body of Christ. And since we saw that he did that, the least that we can do is present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and accepted to God. Look, God gave us a new dwelling place. In Acts 17 and 28, he says, It is in him we live and move and have our being according to the scriptures. That's what according he gave us a new dwelling place. He also says in Ephesians 2 and 6 that we that were dead, he raised us up and seated us in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. In Colossians 1 and 13, he says, He has delivered us from the powers of of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood and even the forgiveness of sins. In Colossians 3, he says, if then ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is seated on the right hand of the God. Set your affection on those things above, not on things on earth, for you are dead and your life is here with Christ and God. He's changed our dwelling place. Look, he made us free from sin. He said in Romans 6, he said, um, we've been, we've been planted in the likeness of his death, but we're also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this that the old man is dead, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. He gave us victory for the word says, thanks be unto God that always caused us to triumph in Christ Jesus. He gave us all that we need, for he said he's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness in this world. So knowing what God has done for us, plus, plus many more things that we know what Christ done for us. God so loved the world and gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes him should not perish but have everlasting life. He offers us everlasting life. Then he offers us abundant life. He said, because I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. All that he's done for us. He said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So he's given us power to walk right, power to live, power to be his witness in the earth. Since he's done that, the least we can do is present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God. 
He's given us resurrection life. We're now walking in resurrection power, walking in the newness of life because of the shed blood and sacrifice of Christ. And so the least we can do is present our bodies. It's reasonable. It's a reasonable request. You know, it reminds me when you're a kid, you know, you know, you you when you 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 want you want things and and you, you ask for things and and sometimes you feel like you deserve more than you have. And then the parents, it's like, you know, it's the least you can do. You know, the least you can do because I fed you and I and I and I and I, and I bought groceries and I, I bought your clothes. So the least you can do is clean up your room. And that's how we look at our children. The least you can do is clean up your room. The least you can do is cut the grass. The least you can do is do what I ask you to do. And it reminds me of the story of um of the old song by Shirley Caesar, where her son um it's about this called No Charge. And the son had been wanted to get paid for the things he had done for his mother. So he wrote a list on it and he said for cutting grass he wanted to charge it, for doing the different things, he wanted a different uh, amount of money for each thing he'd done. And the one the mother saw the letter, she turned it over and she said, you know, for the nine months I carried you lonely inside me, no charge. For the nice side, I stayed up with you and doctored and prayed with you, no charge. She said to him, when you add it all up, the real choice cost of my love is no charge. So the things that you did for me, son, were good, but it's the least you can do because what she had done for him and didn't charge him. And so we look at our life and we add it all up. What God done for us, the least we can do is present our body because he didn't charge us. He just came down, made a sacrifice and made a way that all men could know him. And because of that, the least we can do is say, God, I surrender all. I give you my heart. I give you my mind. I give you my soul. I give you my thoughts. I give you my finances. I give you my career. I give you my life. I'm presenting it all to you as a living sacrifice and allowing you, God, to have your way. Look, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast today. I pray that something I said is to cause you to reflect and look back on your life. And if you see that, you haven't been presenting your body as living Christ. All is not lost because we have an advocate. And the word tells us in 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and purify us of all unrighteousness. So I encourage you today, present your bodies that God may get the glory because it's the least you can do. God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day. If you or a loved one needs to speak with a mental health professional, just dial 988 to speak with one.